Welcome to 7-Minute Torah, an exploration of the weekly Torah portion with me, Rabbi Micah Streifer. If you enjoy this podcast, please feel free to subscribe or comment or share it with a friend. Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I have a story to start off today. I read it in a book of Jewish stories a while back. It goes like this. Two farmers were once fighting over a single plot of land, and they agreed to bring the case before a rabbi to decide who the land belonged to. The rabbi listened carefully to both farmers, but could not make a decision between their stories. Finally, he said, Since I cannot decide who this land belongs to, let's ask the land. So the rabbi put his ear to the ground, and after not long, he stood up and declared, My friends, The land says it belongs to neither of you, but rather that you belong to the land. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not completely convinced this is a Jewish story. I like this story, don't get me wrong. But it's always sounded a little more like a Native American or indigenous Canadian story to me. With the characters changed to include a rabbi and a couple of Jewish farmers. But the idea behind the story, that the land and everything in it doesn't really belong to us, that's a very Jewish idea. And as we read this week's Torah portion, we find that idea over and over and over again. We're reading from a parsha called Re'eh. It's in the middle of the book of Deuteronomy. The word Re'eh means see, because the portion begins with the words Re'eh anochi noten lifnechem hayom bracha uklala. See, this day I set before you blessing and curse. And it calls upon the people, it calls upon us, to choose blessing over curse, to choose goodness over wickedness, to choose generosity and appreciation, both way back then and also here and now, every single day of our lives. And we see over and over again in this Parsha that one of the ways to choose blessing, one of the ways to choose generosity and appreciation is to let go of belongings. And in fact, to let go of the idea that your belongings define you. So here's the scene. The people of Israel are wandering in the desert, about to cross into the promised land. And Moses is giving them his last pieces of advice before he dies. He's teaching them about the type of society that they are supposed to have once they enter the land. And in this portion, we see a number of distinct but related ideas. For example, the laws of worship are here. The way ancient people worshipped God was to bring belongings or stuff from their farms, specifically produce or animals, to a temple or high place and sacrifice them. The portion also contains laws about how you're supposed to treat your body, your animals, and other people. It teaches, for example, that it's forbidden to gash or deface your own body, presumably as a mourning practice. It teaches that it's forbidden to boil a baby animal in its own mother's milk. That's the impetus for the later laws of separating meat and dairy in Judaism. It teaches that every seven years, all debts are to be forgiven so that the poor have an opportunity to escape the crush of poverty. Now, none of these laws are simple. Issues like body image, tattoos and piercings in Judaism, or financial responsibility to the poor, or even the laws of keeping kosher. 
These are all very complex. Each deserves its own discussion, and none of them can be defined by a single verse or paragraph in the Torah. But what we do see when we look at this litany of laws is an underlying value. And it's the same value that was expressed in the story that I told a few minutes ago. The land does not belong to you. You belong to the land. The things you have, whether it be your money, your crops, your animals, or your body, are lent to you, are given to you as gifts. And our job is to appreciate and take care of them, but not to take advantage of them. The idea of stewardship, the idea that we're taking care of what was entrusted to us, is a powerful way to live your life even today. And it has the potential to change the way we act and the way we think. Think about it. When someone asks you your net worth, the answer is how much I have in the bank. But that's not what you're worth. Your worth in this world is about much more than what you own. It's about much more than a number. Our worth ought to be defined by our relationships and our generosity and our struggles and what we've learned and the mistakes we made along the way. We are much more than what we own. And the Torah seems to be trying to teach us that the way to cultivate that kind of thinking is through generosity. There are needy people in your community. Give what you can. You have a lot of crops. Set aside part for God. You own animals. Treat them with kindness and compassion. When we live life as if our stuff is only lent to us, we cultivate generosity in ourselves. And then we're more likely to feel appreciative for what we do have. And when we feel appreciative, we're actually more likely to be generous. Social scientists have found in study after study a high degree of connection between generosity and overall satisfaction or happiness in life. In other words, you're more likely to be happy not because you have a lot in the bank, but because you give a lot to others. The land doesn't belong to us. We belong to the land. And when we treat others with generosity, both financial and emotional, we not only help them out, we also help ourselves feel better. And then, as it says at the beginning of this portion, we are truly choosing blessing. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment, and please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.